Hi, everybody. So, this is the third episode of The Good George Show. Today, I have my good friend Brandon on the show. Say hi, Brandon. Hi. Hi. So, I'm just going to be talking to Brandon about a couple things here and there. Um, You guys will get to know him a little bit more. And, yeah. So, Brandon, do you want to tell everybody how we met? We met through... Okay, so we went through a meetup group, literally on the meetup app, mm-hmm. um, for LGBT 20-somethings in New yes. York City, mm-hmm. and it was one of their second Tuesday's discussion groups, mm-hmm. and I met you and became friends through the same way I became, become friends with almost anyone, which is me being, like, really shady, like, internally, <laughs> and making comments, like, under my breath that other people hear and think are fucking hilarious, mm-hmm. and yeah. So that's how we became friends. Mm-hmm. Um, oh my god. It's funny because when I first met you, I thought you were with that guy. Oh god, the creep. I, I thought that you were guys where you came together. No, we didn't. No. Yeah. I'm glad we didn't. I'm glad I, I won't see him because yeah. he's scary. But we'll probably scary. see him next week if we go. Probably so. Yeah. Probably so. Oh my god. Um, Do you want to tell everybody like what you do, like your job with the Trevor Project? Oh my gosh. Uh... So, I am a crisis worker, crisis counselor. Mm -hmm. Um, So, I pick up the phones, I talk to the people. Um, And, you know, kind of just, like, for the most part, like, it's not as... It's not really that stressful. Um, Mm -hmm. I talk... Just really, it's almost like many therapy sessions that we have. Occasionally, people are in crisis, and we have to, like, you know, might send rescue services, things of that nature. But overall... Mm -hmm. um, it's really just talking to people. A lot of times during my shift, we just get frequent callers, so mm-hmm. we know who they are. Okay. We know your problems. Yeah. And it's not that bad, but yeah. Okay. Yeah, I was wondering if, like, you would hear, like, from the same people over and over again, like, you know. Yeah, absolutely. We get um, a great deal of our callers are familiar callers, okay. um, especially during my shift. Mm-hmm. I work in the morning time, so, like, we're gonna get literally the same people because in the morning time, being that we're geared towards kids, they're all in school. Right, right. So the vast majority of people calling are like adults, or like between eighteen and twenty-four. Sometimes a few of them, frequent callers, are like mm-hmm. no one's really older than like thirty-six, okay. but who's our frequent caller? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, same sort of issues, same sort of problems. Really, not much going on. Yeah, and it's literally the same exact conversations. The afternoons where it gets a little more crazy, and mm-hmm. as of late, actually. Um, We've been getting a lot more random people without who don't have profiles. So we we have like documentation just for oh. it's all confidential. So like okay. it, it literally just stays with us just so we know who we talk to in case it's an emergency. If we have rescued you before, uh-huh. we already have your information on file. Oh, okay. so it's only for that just so you can get context. But like okay, it doesn't I go see. anywhere. I, I um, see. But recently we've been getting a lot of re- like new callers um, mm. with really bad mental health issues, oh. and. Um, yeah, and we've actually been having a lot more rescues over the past few months, which is bizarre, because, yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. Does it ever get, like, like difficult hearing, like, you know, things like that all day long? Or have you kind of, like, learned a way to, like, tune it out? Um, for me, and I think for most of us, it's almost, you can, might do kind of find a way to tune it out. Yeah. Um, unless it's something, like, really, like, egregious, like, Child abuse is something that's never really okay to hear, yeah. and so it's like okay, or like child abuse, like or um, um, 
sexual assault, those type of things, like, okay, that's, it's really rough. Mm -hmm. Um, but for the most part, it's, I'm able to turn it out. We're all kind of able to be like, okay, this is what we got this. And we're just there to talk through it and talk about it really most things especially don't really stick to me mm-hmm. but I'm also discovering some things <laughs> in therapy where it's just like nothing sticks to me like in a very unhealthy way and I don't make any sort of emotional attachment so I'm mm-hmm. gonna work on that but yeah um, overall it's kind of just you kind of like deal with it process it yeah. spit it out and it doesn't really stay with you gotcha either. gotcha I think that's good I think that's really good when I first moved here I applied for a position for the Trevor Project. I think I told you. Um, But I never got it. But I think that happened for a reason because I don't think that I could do it just because I think that I would get, like, too emotionally, like, invested with, like, the people. I think you have to be, like, a certain person to do the job. Um, I get that. And I felt that might happen for me as well. And then when you're doing it, it's very different. Mm -hmm. Um, It might be very different for people who work in the afternoons or the evening because they're volunteers so okay. they're only there like two times a month mm-hmm. um they can probably do more if they wanted to but i don't really know gotcha. but generally it's you at least do two shifts a month and if you're doing two shifts it kind of almost every shift is kind of like a new shift yeah yeah um but for my position like we're there mm-hmm. um at least two times a week okay. i'm there four days a week and so this is a basically every single day sort of routine thing right, right. where it's like you really do just become very numb to it yeah after um, some time after right? some time like for me, after, like, two or three months, I was like, okay, um, <laughs> moving forward, um, yeah. so you're sad, um, I'm sad too, let's work through this, cool, um, mm-hmm. and it really is, it's very different. Yeah. Um, okay, cool. Okay, so, you're from New York originally, right? Yes, I am. Oh my god. So, me being from Maryland in the suburbs, I feel like we might have had, like, a different experience, like, growing up-wise, like, for me... I don't know, it was, like, very, like, just boring, like, not too diverse, you know, everybody's kind of, like, the same. I just, I always wonder, like, if I grew up in New York, would I be the person that I am now? I'm just curious, like, how was your experience, like, growing up, like, as a kid in New York City? Uh, that is a very like, loaded question. I'm so sorry. No. <laughs> I'm so sorry. It's completely okay. Um, okay. It's just, like, where do I begin? Mm. Um, as Fräulein Maria said in The Sound of Music, let's start from the very beginning. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I grew up in Queens. Um, mm-hmm. And basically, like, the black suburbs. Okay. Um, so, um, me growing up, here let's start let's literally start from the fucking beginning okay so i was i went to i think i think i skipped pre-k okay no i went to pre-k skipped kindergarten went to first grade so let's start there so okay i from first grade have been the youngest person in all of my classes oh wow i was always the youngest too um yeah so always youngest i was always like a year younger than everybody else and so that was cute Mm -hmm. um from First, no, so second grade until fifth grade, I was homeschooled. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. How was that? That was interesting. Um, Yeah. So my grandmother has, well, not any longer, she's not, but she was an educator with the Board of Education for years. Um, Okay. She actually had opened her own school um, in the 80s, and that was open for, I think, 10, 15 years. Wow. Oh, my God. Um, 
But yeah, so my grandmother was teaching me, my cousin, and my uncle's like my uncle's good friends, like nephew. So whatever, whatever. Mm. And I was being homeschooled. I think initially because I was doing um, acting and film, and we didn't want to have to keep taking me out of like yeah um, school. But then that stopped because my parents like we're not going to be those awful stage parents pushing you to do something. So if you're That's not good. driving to do this then we're not gonna right but I just ended up being like in it and that was that fifth grade Mm -hmm. was my first experience in public school okay and that was horrendous 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 I hated every single like fifth grade through eighth grade awful periods of time Mm. in my life but I also feel like everyone who's been to middle school feels like middle school was a piece of shit oh me that was for the eighth grade for sure Yeah. yeah like for me Fifth through eighth grade, um, so fifth grade, all through that time, it's like you're still learning about yourself, but then also on top of that, you are, um, for me, it was like learning how to socialize. Yeah. Because the only people I was in school with every single day were basically my cousins. Right. I feel like that must have been like a huge adjustment for you. It was disgusting. I hated it so much. Plus, me being much more of, um, it doesn't seem like it, because when I get to know people, I can be very extroverted, but generally I'm a much more introverted person, and like Mm -hmm. I don't like branching out and whatever yeah um so from fifth grade through eighth grade i was bullied a lot oh. um was, i was being called gay faggot all that shit before like i even knew what that was and mm-hmm. that's what i was and yeah it's like i'm just like i don't know what it is i just know it's a bad thing and i'm not that and i don't want to be that and but that's what it was yeah. um through those five six i guess four years wow mm-hmm. um four years of school yeah then but also backtracking so i went to school um in queens just in case anyone has listening to this and is not from queens yeah. um, at one point it, it might still even be it's one of the like most was ranked like the most diverse like county in america awesome so, like, there's like so many different cultures and languages and everything and oh, i went beautiful. to um schools that were in not in my neighborhood technically like so my area is my neighborhood that i live and I still live in it's a very black area okay. and not really the greatest schools okay. so my parents like pushed for me to go to schools outside of my district which yeah. I don't know how that worked because like you're generally zoned to stay in your district but whatever my parents yeah. did it mm-hmm. so I went to school like with a bunch of different ethnic- ethnicities and races and cultures and it was amazing that's um, good that was like actually like mind blowing if I'm talking too much please like tell me no I love it I love um, I love like candid conversation like you're doing great so mm-hmm found out recently my parents did that because specifically went made me go to like a multicultural school because apparently I was getting really like racist <gasps> um yeah how I was wait getting, you were getting racist yeah I was getting very racist while I was homeschooled oh because like okay. I was making really shitty like comments because and particularly against like white people and Jews so like not anti-semitic now but like and neither is my grandmother but right. what was happening was so my grandmother is currently 81. Okay. Um, is she still in Queens? She's, no, she lives in Brooklyn. So all my family's in Brooklyn. Oh, I'm the okay. only fucking random ass in Queens. Okay. Um, but, or uh, Brooklyn or this other random parts of the fucking world. Okay. Um, but so she, growing up, we grew up learning about everything they don't really teach you in school. Mm-hmm. So very much about like civil rights movement when she participated in like she walked on Washington with Dr. King she knows all those people so watching these movies I don't know if you've ever seen them or heard of them called Eyes on the Prize um, which is literally just a 
long ass video anthology detailing like every single step of the civil rights movement and she's like I knew her I knew this person I did Seriously? this yeah and she's like I was in that walk she fucking harbored Angela Davis in her goddamn house but what yeah um didn't really know she was on the run but she was like, okay. <laughs> she was just like hey Angela girl yeah <laughs> um just, just having coffee or some shit yeah um, but whatchamacallit um so then learning about her experiences as a teacher like coming up in a very racist and segregated time yeah and like you know being when schools are then integrated she's teaching but all of course all the higher ups and faculties are white Jewish men so she's like so me learning about this and hearing about this and learning about racism and civil rights and all of this bullshit I ingrained on that I was like fuck this fuck white people fuck this and like you know fuck the man yeah and so I was getting that mindset with my grandmother not trying to do that but that's just where my mind goes I become very extreme like very all or nothing mm-hmm. and so my dad was like my parents were like mm, no we can't have a racist kid let's let's fix this so yeah so much cultural school okay um, schools then bullied all that stuff mm-hmm. then I went to high school and high school was I loved high school that's good I lived for high school so you preferred high school more than your middle school experience yeah okay I had an amazing high school experience I might have been very different from other people's because yeah. Firstly, my high school had, like, 5,000 kids. Wow. Yeah. Um, my high school is one of the, I think, as of 2015 or 2016, was, like, the eighth largest high school in, is it America? Uh-huh. Yeah. Either America or, I think it was America, or at least New York. Uh, no, definitely New York. Okay. But it's, I believe it was America. Oh, wow. Um, so, 5,000 fucking kids. And my aunt was the assistant principal of guidance. Was she really? Yeah, right now she's... Dean oh my god of the school but the wow. time at the time she was the head of guidance okay. so um was yeah. that awkward for you at, at times or not no really? it was amazing okay everyone loved me everyone wanted to be my friend oh because everyone's like oh maybe we can help if we were friends with you we can get our like schedule change faster we can like oh bitch, okay. i'm not helping you with your goddamn right schedule stuff. right don't take advantage um, of no. you know the situation like nah no um but it was helpful for me like in case i got a shitty teacher she she would like literally look at my schedule and be like nah you're not getting that teacher fuck that, that. Is so good. Um, it was amazing That's so awesome. i had a great experience with that mm-hmm. and I was apparently really fucking popular, so I didn't realize until <laughs> my best friend came to one of my shows, and we did cabaret, mm-hmm. and she came to see it, and she was like, yeah, I just thought, like, I can go to talk to you easily after a show, and she's like, I had to get through a mob of a fucking hundred people, Brandon, to come and talk to you, and I was like, you did? Really? Yeah. I was like, <laughs> I was like, bitch, what? <laughs> I was like, it's a little me. me. It's like, hold on. Yeah, um, so that was different, and I didn't, with my best friend who I met in middle school, actually, mm-hmm. um, in, I met her in sixth grade, we became friends in seventh grade from me apparently being, I still don't remember this, but apparently how we met, became friends, uh-huh. um, was us sitting on the bus, mm-hmm. the city bus, mm-hmm. um, and I was mad at one of my other friends, who, I'm not friends anymore, she was a bitch, mm-hmm. and she, like, almost inside of the bullying that occurred. Oh. Um, in school, yeah. Okay. Um, so I was mad at her. Right. And I was, this, my friend Jordan was sitting on the bus. I went to her and apparently, like, asked to, like, use her phone. Mm-hmm. And she said yes. Then I was like, you live around the corner from me. Do you mind if I walk home with you? And she said yes. And from that moment, we've been friends with us <laughs> 12 years. Wow. She was like, and it's just like, 
she like disregarded every single rule ever. Like do like don't let random people follow you home. Yeah. But I'm also we were the same fucking age. So right, right. This right. You, what but, big of a threat were you? Yeah. So yeah, that was that. And high school was great. Mm. I lived for high school. But my friend Jordan, she was she and her sister were like the first people to like. I went to Manhattan with a lot. Okay. So my parents like when I came to the city with my parents because it's only time I really did anything. Yeah, I, yeah. I didn't really have friends until I met them okay um in seventh grade and starting to hang out with them going to the city was a luxury mm. going to manhattan was like oh my god it's amazing so then i was so they would do it all the time just because that's just what they did and yeah it's just like yeah like our parents would drive their parents would drive into the city and do all the stuff so interesting to me they like ran errands throughout manhattan and i was like amazing so i'd go with them and i was like this is the greatest thing ever oh skipped to college mm-hmm. um went to hunter college and is that in manhattan it's too? Hunter, uh, yeah it's in manhattan okay. it's on 68th 68th in Lexington okay um so went to Hunter College so in the fucking city every single day ended up working in Manhattan different jobs so having to come to Manhattan go to Manhattan every single fucking day I understood why no one likes it if you're a native New Yorker why I was like this is disgusting tourists people oh, garbage breath yeah. um smog sweat it's disgusting mm-hmm. like at this point I'm like yeah, I don't fuck with Times Square anymore. Yeah, it's so, I, I'm so you know, over. In middle school, Times Square was big. Yeah, like, bitch. <laughs> yes, I love her. <laughs> Mistake. Stupid, jaded, yeah. sad little child. Yeah. No. <laughs> but yeah, it's funny because like when I was coming here, like back and forth. Is your phone okay? Um, I'm trying. Okay. She'll be fine. She'll be fine. When I was coming back and forth um, from Maryland here, um, I would always go to Times Square like, oh, it's so amazing. There's so many bright lights. I feel like everybody, if you're not from here originally, like Times Square is like the place where you want to be. But, you know, when I first moved here, I worked at Whole Foods for a moment and it was like near Times Square and I would have to walk through every single day and it was so annoying. It's draining. It's very draining. It's super draining. People walk so slow. Tourists, they just stop while you're walking. They'll just take pictures. Mm -hmm. It's just, it's a lot um like you feel like you worked an entire day by the time you get to work yes it's just like i can't like i just walk through times square i'm done like, yeah i'll take my paycheck now please seriously like i would have to like shove through people sometimes like mm-hmm. just to just to you know go like it was really crazy but um it's super interesting hearing like your perspective on high school and stuff because like for me i think i enjoyed like elementary school and sixth through seventh grade before because like in maryland i'm from like a town called gaithersburg well town city um and that's like a much more diverse place Mm -hmm. um then i moved to frederick in the eighth grade and it was like super like countryfied like super not what i was used to and i also got bullied a lot um so High school wasn't, I mean, it wasn't, like, the worst experience, but it definitely wasn't, like, the best. Like, yeah. you know, it. and I feel like once you're bullied once, like, that stays with you for the rest of your life. Like, Absolutely. certain, like, anxieties that I get now, like, stems from being bullied at a younger age. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, that's so interesting, like, hearing your perspective, because it's, like, we came from, like, two completely different, you know, places. Um, so... How would you describe your personal style? It really depends on everything. Uh, <laughs> like I, I don't even know. So mm-hmm. my everyday style 
would be like literal just like sim- simple simple and like basic simplicity. shit Simplic- simplicity is like yeah. key if it comes in black I want it yes. like I want everything in black yes. um, so black simple like I literally live for the H&M basic section I'm oh just, like, yes thank you I'm oh like, yes like if I could honestly mm-hmm. if I could have my wardrobe be like a cartoon characters where like you look in their closet in the same <laughs> fucking outfit I would do that like Penny Proud like Penny fucking <laughs> Proud bitch like oh my god just yeah that would be amazing um, I'm like my dad calls it my uniform mm-hmm. um, specifically when it's like when it's summer it is either a tank top with a pair of like tight shorts mm-hmm. and my boots Okay. Or, like, boot I've always sneakers. wanted to wear boots, like, with shorts and stuff, but I never knew if I could pull it off. I don't know. You just gotta try it. Like, okay. I wear boots... Reason. So, people... My dad's like, why do you wear boots all the time? Like, fucking switch it up. I can't switch it up because I have flat-ass feet. Oh. So, I have, like, insoles in all my shoes, and so oh. I have to, like, wear things that my insoles won't push my foot out of. Okay. So, like, I need the... Like, for it to be higher. Like... I just people <laughs> like, oh, aesthetic choice is not, bitch. Like, I would love to wear a fucking, like, loafer. Yeah. But, I have my arc supports and I have a lift in my goddamn shoe so it's gonna push me out and I'll be like right. wearing goddamn flip flop by the end of the night. <laughs> so, so, yeah. Summer is tank top or tank top or like black v-neck shorts mm-hmm. and boots or my sneakers are almost like boots like they're a little higher. Yeah. Um, so I can fit in those. Like a um, high top situation. Yeah. Or my winter and fall is mm-hmm. v-neck either sweater Ugh. or v-neck t-shirt mm-hmm. with my jeans and some boots and a leather jacket yes so like it's my uniform it's go-to it's very simple now my style will change drastically okay if she's doing drag if she's doing drag okay yes. my drag aesthetic mm-hmm. is as we were discussing earlier versace like give me versace. sparkly give me lingerie tight. give me tight mm-hmm. give... so like my drag wardrobe is like a shit ton of like unnecessarily high heels. Okay. Um, lace and or leather and chains. Okay. And like just very just so sexy. Just very, very sexy. sexy. Like okay. I want to be a combination of like a Victoria's Secrets model mm-hmm. combined with a dominatrix. Okay. Combined with like mistress who's mourning her you know now dead husband <laughs> wait whenever i think of that scenario i always think of like um like a ridiculously long like sheer robe mm-hmm, moment mm-hmm. and you're like running like yes. did you see that with picture fur. yes with, with fur with fur aligned yes. on, the, on the on the um wrist and the neck absolutely mm-hmm. and the tr- and the ham at the bottom yes Yes. Did you see that picture, like, Rihanna, like, a couple years ago? Yes. It's, like, kind of a meme situation. Yes. 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 Mm-hmm. Yeah. Literally that. Yes. Literally that is my style. I'm just, like... Such a moment. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's... That's amazing. That's a, uh, that's mm-hmm. amazing. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, so, part of what, like, drew me to you when we first met mm-hmm. um, during the meetup was... When we were, I forgot what the the topic was the first meeting, but you said something to the effect that really caught my attention. You were like saying how, you know, if you grow up with not that much gay people around you, um, you know, when it is time for you to meet other gay people, like you're all those repressed feelings. Do you kind of remember what I'm talking about? Yeah, like that comes out. And to me, that really, like, I really resonated with that because, you know, I have 
I feel like I had a very different, like, growing up situation than other, you know, gay people. Um, you know, my first gay friend was probably... I met him maybe... I was, like, 20 or 21. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I just didn't have that many gay people. And it's so I had, like, all this repressed feelings. And it's like I didn't know how to just have, like, a normal guy friend. Because it's like I loved him. Like, I felt completely in love with him. But um, he didn't feel that same way back with me. And I was just, like, kind of confused. Like, it just... It didn't handle the situation, like the right way I would have because I had only grown up with female friends. Um, But the way that you explained it just made so much sense to me. Um, Did you ever have, like, those experiences, too, when you were growing up? Like, were there a lot of gay people in your school and stuff? Um, No. So, with... Well, I mean, okay. Um, The first gay people that I know of that Mm -hmm. I met were in high school. Um, And out of 5,000 kids, we knew who the gay kids were. They were one, two... Three. I want to name them, so I'm like whispering their <laughs> names in my head. It's okay. Um, so we had four mm-hmm. that everyone knew of. Five, okay. including myself, when I came out. At, okay. Like, I never really came out. I just, I, I actually never really came out. I didn't either. It was just a we Only know. To my parents. Yeah, came out to my parents, yeah. family, but like, but it's like school. Like, it was like you're Brandon, and we love and accept you, whatever. Right. Um, but there were three kids mm-hmm. who were in the dance department. Mm-hmm. Um, so they were the gay kids in dance out of 5,000 kids and there was one other um, that he just I don't know he was just a random gay okay. um, <laughs> a random obscure gay um, <laughs> but I never became friends with any of them um, at all um, okay. when I first got into school the three the, one of them in particular in dance I love him now mm-hmm. um, we he came in very strong so he was very okay. like flirtatious and like very and I didn't know I I, like, you know, had maybe inklings I was gay, but, like, I wasn't yeah. ready. You know, you're not ready. To, like, right, of course. Yes, yes, like, yes. I don't know. Mm-hmm. So he, just, he came on very strong and was very aggressive with it, and I was just like, I don't know you. And it was, like, obviously the very flamboyant gays, and I'm just like, I don't know. Wait, was top. he cute? I'm just curious. He's, he actually is really cute. Okay. And, like, we start, we flirt, well, I haven't spoken to him in a while now, but, like, we were flirting a lot more once we graduated yeah. high school, once he was, like, less... You know, when you first come out, like, you try to also figure yourself out. So you're yeah, very, like, yeah. all over. And he was, he was very, yeah, bitch, and yeah. And, I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I'm like, that's fine. Do you live you? But I'm like, I, I'm, I'm not, not at that place I'm yet. not at that place. I'm yeah. not even out. Like, I can't even say I'm gay yet. Like, I can't. Um, so he was there, and it was just too much. And, like, this is too mm-hmm. much attention. Like, I can't do it. Right. Uh, so I was going, like, he's fucking hot, though. Like, you know. Mm-hmm. But okay. anyway. Um, no, I didn't make I didn't make my first gay friend until college. Okay. Um, and we're not friends now. But, Aww. yeah, I don't, I have an issue with gay friends. Um, yeah. But I made my first gay friend in college. Mm-hmm. When we met freshman year, he was not gay yet. He was, he was still, he was still straight. Okay. Figuring himself out, you know. Yeah, yeah, Then he yeah. came out to me that summer as bisexual. Mm. And I was like, just wait, girl. Yeah. Uh, just you wait. I'm like, I'm like, we, we yeah. all, like, we all took that step. We up. all took that. We, that, all, we yeah. all, we had the little, little half step. Right. Um, and, yeah, we were really close throughout college. And I think he actually might be like, I don't know. I don't know where he is now, but okay. maybe like on the Kinsey scale, like he's like a five. Okay. Because like he does, uh, he apparently like, likes eating vagina, and I was like, oh. that's not something I could say I've tried, nor do I want to. Yeah. So same. like, not 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 at least from the face region. Like I would try. I would like. I've heard it feels nice. So like I I thought about it. Okay. I think about it. I okay. have I have like a roster. 
okay. of like people lined up in case I decide. Like, there's a, <laughs> there's a 15% chance I might try vagina. Okay. From the waist down. Okay. Not, no. Anyway. Gotcha. Um, <laughs> it's okay. Um, but yeah, so my first gay friend was in college. Um, okay. Any of the, yeah, was in, was in that sort of like time frame and I lost contact with almost all of them. Like, okay. he was shady as hell. I think you were the only, you were one of two? Mm-hmm. Maybe two. We'll say three, three and like a half. Okay. Gay friends that I have. Um, one, you're the only one that is not um, at all. Like, you're the only one that is like completely strictly like platonic and mm-hmm. there is like no awkward sexual tension. Right, yeah. Um, like one of them, I love him so much. I met him recently. I met him through Grinder, so that's, you know, first red flag. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, like I love him so much. He's amazing. He's also like not from here. Oh, where's he from? He's from Tennessee. Okay, wow. Um, so I love him, but there's awkward sexual tension there. Like we get drunk and it's like, this is happening at the same time. He's got like boyfriend. It's like an open relationship. And oh. I'm just like, but I'm like, I will never date you because right. like, one, you just fucking moved here and he's like, figure your life out yeah. in New York City, but they need to figure your life out like outside of this relationship you've been in forever and like, this is confusing. Yeah. And the other one, he's like in his 30s and is married wow. to a man. Like they're, they're like, you know, they they have whatever relationship, whatever guidelines they have. Like his okay. husband knows about me and they both want to fuck me, but um, <laughs> like who can deny? Right. Um, but right. Like, that relationship's also weird. Okay. Because um, I'm like, it's just also like, I don't know, it's weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like everybody like defines their own relationship, but you yeah. know, it's it's interesting in 2017. Um, okay, so this is wrapping up, but my last question for you is, what's the funniest thing that has happened to you lately? You know how silly I am. I just, I'm right. always laughing. I just, right, you yeah. are. I don't, the funniest thing that's happened to me recently? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. <laughs> um shit I'm like I'm like not gonna think about it right now it's gonna hit me like on my way fucking home and okay. I'll be like what the hell um oh my god I think it's not really that funny okay but it's kind of it's like funny in like a very unfortunate way <laughs> like sometimes that's like the funniest though like, like you're not supposed to laugh but it's funny right like it's not like me like thinking about it, like it's essentially like not really funny. like I feel like I'm the only person who finds funny okay. but, or maybe you will and I'll be like it's really not funny <laughs> but I was I went to the movies yesterday okay. with um, two co-workers and Ooh. went to go see It oh my god um, how right. was that it was really good oh. um so one of them he he had seen It already um what was supposed to be was supposed to be a double feature. Like he wanted, he had seen it, but I hadn't seen it. Okay. And he wanted to see Mother, and I saw Mother, <laughs> and and so we were gonna do that, but then the plans got watered, and so we only got to see it. Okay. Um, regardless, mm-hmm. two weeks ago when I went to go see Mother, um, I had to pee really badly before the movie, so I went okay. to go pee. Amazing. Movie starts. Yeah. Ten minutes in, I have to pee again. I'm like, <gasps> fuck. So then I go pee. Were you drinking lots of water or anything? Yeah, I was drinking a lot of water earlier oh, in the day. Oh, okay. Um, and I did chug a bottle of water before we went to the movie, so gotcha. mistakes. Okay. Then, like, I went to go pee, mid-movie. Then I come back. 30 minutes later, I have to pee, but I don't do it. I literally sit there, like, whatever. <laughs> so yesterday, I go to the movie, and I'm still a little traumatized yeah. for having to, like, have the situation happen. And it's even longer than Mother was. Oh, God. And I'm like, bitch, I don't want this to happen again. So I peed 15 minutes before 
like the trailers began. Like okay, like whatever. Yeah. No the trailers take forever. No, I start went fifty minutes before movies would start. So like literally movies start at two forty five. I think mm-hmm. I went to go pee at like two thirty eight. Okay. So then the entire I come back from peeing. Mm-hmm. As soon as I sit down, I'm like having a I give myself a fucking panic attack because I'm sitting there going. Oh my god, you're gonna have to pee. Don't think about peeing. Don't oh my god, do not think about peeing. Do not think. So then I'm staying there for like until like three oh five. Why are the trailers that long, mind you? Like from two forty five movies, like the it said it's supposed to start. The trailer started two forty five. Three oh five, the movie still had not begun. <laughs> trailers, they be doing the most with them right. trailers. I don't. And I'm just like, this is long as hell. But I'm yeah. sitting there, I'm like, oh my god, don't think about it, don't think about it, don't think about it. And I can't. Everything I'm doing, like I'm just thinking about peeing, and so I'm like looking at my coworkers, and it's like. So I kind of, I, have, I like, I'm, I'm like, thinking that I have to pee, but I don't have to. They're looking at me like, you're a fucking mess. Yeah. And I'm like, no, I know, but, like, I don't have to pee, but, like, I have to pee, and I'm, like, making myself have to pee, and so yeah. I'm gonna go pee. <laughs> and so I run to go pee, and, like, literally nothing happened, and I'm just like, I knew I didn't have to pee, but, like. That's so crazy. I'm like, so then I realized my anxiety's getting <laughs> I can't. So, not funny, in the grand scheme of things, yeah. I realized my anxiety's getting worse, but, like. That is the funniest thing I can think of at this moment in time. I mean, I've been there before. It's like, like you, you don't, you naturally don't have to go, but it's like when you overthink it, yeah, like it makes you want to go. Mm-hmm. Like it's like the Jedi weird mind trick. Like it's yeah. very interesting. Yeah. Your brain is like so fucking powerful. Absolutely. Um, a mind is a terrible thing to waste. Well, I want to thank you so much, Brenda, for being on the Kajorch show. Of course, show. anytime. Um, you know, do you want to share your your Instagram handles or anything? Or you I don't... have fucking nothing. So I had Instagram. It mm-hmm. was I deactivated, but in case I reactivate, it is forever moist. One word. <laughs> um, excuse me. My Snapchat is alive and well, so that is forever moist. Um, mm-hmm. some of you may or may not already follow me because I'm a little bit of a thought in this. What else? Who's not a thought now? I know, but like you know, they have like they have like the group chat you can create, like where it's like yeah, I may have posted this. Um. That's a little inappropriate, but like it's fine. So yeah. like you may or may not have seen me naked by <laughs> now. Um and that's that. Okay. Um I have Twitter and that is also forever moist, except the I mm-hmm. is a one. So the I is a one. Yeah, so forever M O one S T. Okay. Cool. Um, thank you so much again for being on the show, Brandon. Of course, thank you for having me. Thank you. And until next time, stay fabulous. <laughs>